This is Monday, May 8th. Were you raised with prejudice? I think most of us were. It might have been jokes around the dinner table about Polish people or open criticism of others based on occupation or race or national origin. Both of my parents grew up in the South in towns divided by race. There were black neighborhoods, as they were called, and white neighborhoods. And this was also true of Miami. Overtown was a black community, and Miami Beach was off-limits to African Americans for many years. They could go out to the beach to work, but they couldn't live on the beach, and they certainly couldn't go to the beach for a swim. Now, during the time of Jesus, the culture of the Jewish people was based on standards of purity. This meant that there were clear boundaries between clean and unclean people. Now, here's our text for today. Mark chapter 2, verse 13 to 17. Once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came to him, and he began to teach them. As he walked along, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax, tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him, and Levi got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said to them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Now our gospel writer Mark tells us that from the beginning, Jesus stepped across boundaries to build relationships. In this case, Jesus calls Matthew, a Jewish tax collector, to become one of his disciples. Now only Mark tells us first about this call of Levi, that's another name for Matthew, before he tells us about any of the other disciples selected and called by Jesus. Now why does he tell us this? Well, it's not to cause offense, but because this is who Jesus is and who his ministry is for. In calling Levi, Jesus is working to tear down a wall of prejudice. Tax collectors were some of the most hated people in Israel. They were considered to be collaborators, joining with Rome and oppressing the people through taxation. They were helping to fund the enemy and themselves while they were getting rich in the process. A typical Jewish person would have nothing to do with a tax collector. But that's not Jesus. He invites Levi to follow him. I'm not sure we know how deep our prejudices go. In Malcolm Gladwell's book entitled Blink, he spends a chapter dealing with just the way we see people, these prejudices that we're looking at today. The title of that chapter from his book is The Warren Harding Error, Why We Fall for Tall, Dark, and Handsome Men. Now Gladwell begins by explaining the story behind Warren Harding. He became the 29th president of the United States, and he's often ranked among the worst of the presidents this country has ever had. Yet he was selected because, to put it simply, 
He looked the part. Not because he was especially gifted and equipped for the job. You see, Gladwell reveals how much we're triggered by the appearance of people. And it's not just true for white people, but people of every racial and ethnic background have prejudices based solely on appearance. It was shocking to learn this because most of us think we don't have issues with prejudice. Among the Jewish people at the time of Jesus, these prejudices they felt were linked to the commands they believe were linked to the commands of God. They felt to remain right before God, you had to maintain your distance from certain people. Gentiles and quote-unquote sinners were chief among those groups. Then Jesus appeared, and he revealed the heart of God for those who were left outside, those seen far away from God. Think of the hope given to people that believed that God had rejected them, or that their sin, their sin caused them to think that God would never welcome them. And then they find that Jesus loves them and comes to them with his grace. Imagine the hope kindled by Jesus in the lives of people that had been long rejected and excluded. It was like water on parched ground, a spring in the desert. Jesus not only called Levi, the ostracized tax collector, to be one of his disciples, he then went to Levi's house and hung out with his friends. Again, these were the kind of people that well-respected Jewish people would, wouldn't have anything to do with. But Jesus ate with them and befriended them. And when asked about this, Jesus had a simple answer. I'm like a doctor, really. I am here for those that need tending to. Now, Granada, we have a simple way of putting the truth of the gospel revealed by Jesus. We say, everyone belongs here. That means that we will work to welcome anyone that comes, anyone that's seeking God, anyone looking for friendship and fellowship in our city. We want to make room for everyone. And in the process, just as happened at Levi's house, we want to see them meet Jesus, to come to know how much God loves them. And even though they felt far away from God, he is drawn near to us in Christ. Let's pray. Father God, there's so many people that feel alone in our city. Thank you for opening up a way of belonging through your church. Teach us how to be a community of welcome in a city where it's often easier to keep our distance from others. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.